Hello, welcome to POV and My Therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. Um, today's look is giving bust down Gothiana. I it's really giving gothic era, gothic time, like very purple, very dark, very it's like nice. I should have like put some blood. It, it could have been a costume. You know what I'm saying? Like I look so good. Um. But listen, there was almost no episode of POV or My Therapist today because this week has been so stressful for me, just so stressful. And like, I have just been so mentally exhausted and so I've just been mentally exhausted, you guys. I really have been. And I was like, you know, I do I have it in me to record an episode? Actually, it wasn't even that. It was the fact that when I realized, by the time that I realized it was Wednesday and that, um tomorrow is Thursday and you can't necessarily record on Friday. Uh, it was just a lot for me. And I was like, oh shit, wait a minute. This week has flown by if I I'm just behind. So I literally laid in bed this morning on Thursday and I was like, wait, when was the last time I skipped a week? Because it feels like forever ago that I skipped a week. And then I realized that I skipped a week two weeks ago and I was like, no, Um, and I also wasn't really sure what I was going to talk to you about, uh, talk with you guys about today, but I, I, I know that I'm talking to some degree about, um, living in your feminine because I get that a lot. Like I get a lot of different messages from people asking about like being in their feminine power and all that stuff. And so I did some research and I, and I, I looked some stuff up and what it looks like to be like strong in your feminine energy and what it looks like to be like kind of broken in your feminine energy. Um, And also like I feel like that kind of came around last week. Well, actually, like it's come around a lot. So I didn't actually have to do that much research, but I knew that there were things that points that I wanted to get across that were important that I take the time and make the effort to, you know, narrow down exactly what I want to say. Um... Because last week I was thinking a lot about Khloe Kardashian and then I was thinking about myself and then I got some really great news this week and I was and I was just thinking about like this journey as a whole and how, you know, I and I also realized I skirted over POV or my therapist's birthday. I just skirted over it. I think I mentioned it once and then I was like, forget it. Um, and it wasn't because I wanted to forget it. It's just because I just simply forgot. Um, I've just been so overwhelmed with work. Like I consider the podcast work now and then not in a bad way, but like I, I, it's a priority. Like it is a priority. I consider all of the things I'm doing for the podcast work. So on top of like work podcasts and then work, the work that pays me and then, you know, dealing, like I've been trying to do a lot of stuff with my Instagram. Like it's it's just been a lot. Like it's just been a lot. I'm not going to be like Instagramming and like podcasting is super hard, but that shit takes a lot of mental energy. And like, I find myself like anytime I have to look at something that is pixelated, I just, my energy drains and I'm just like, oh, that went really fast. And then trying to get back in the gym again. I've been going to the gym, you guys, two solid weeks of divine in the gym. Okay. So solid weeks of me exercising. Like you bitches, you bitches think, bitch, you bitches think I'm threatening now. Wait until I get some self-control and I stop eating Chick-fil-A every other day. And wait until I'm really in that gym like five days a week. 
Actually, right now I'm in that five, gym five days a week. But wait until I'm in the gym like six days a week. You bitches not going to know what hits you, okay? Right now, all that's stopping me from being Rihanna is that I'm a little fat, okay? But y'all not going to know what hit y'all. And when y'all see what hit y'all, it's going to be too late because you already got hit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, but, like, I'm not stressing myself out trying to be, like, a hot bitch. Um, and also, like, it was just, like, girl, like, my knees was really hurting. Like, my knees in my bag was, like, oh, what is this? This is ghetto. Um, and it's it's literally because of my mattress. I'm such an old lady. I just went to reach behind my bag, like, oh, my bones. Um, but it's because of my mattress. But I, I'm not in the position to change my mattress right now because my house has been under construction for a year. If you remember when we were first here, that's when the guys started ripping shit up and um, have been having to deal with that a lot. Like there's a lot of stress factors that I do not talk about on the podcast. But let me tell you that my house is one of them. So um, but like I don't, I'm not really in the space uh, or energy to change my mattress. So that is just something that I have to deal with at this current time. And, um, and I'm just trying to work around it. But yeah, so back in the gym, doing the thing, actually having fun with it, which is like such an important thing. Cause like once I start having fun in the gym, girl, I'm going, I'm going like, you know, once I have the energy and I start having fun in the gym and I like, you know, I know what times to go when there's nobody there so that, you know, I can do the machines that I'm afraid of and not be embarrassed. Okay. Cause I don't know if I told y'all, I told y'all there is a lot of sexy people at my gym. It's a lot of sexy people at my gym. And I'm like... I feel embarrassed myself in front of y'all. So y'all gotta go home or something before I work out. <laughs> We're not playing that game. Or at least until I try a new machine. So in case like, you know, weight like fall over my head or something. I'm not trying to be embarrassed in front of the man, that beautiful person that I don't I don't know their men I don't know what they are. But I love them. And yeah. So that being said, I've been working really hard on kind of getting myself back together and like rooting myself and And it's been nice. It's been so nice. And I feel so happy. (laughs) Watch the next episode. I'm like, I'm so sad. No, I feel really happy. And like, there are moments throughout the day that like things happen and you know, they put me in a negative mood or I'm sad or like I feel soul crushing pain. But overall, I, I can look at my life and say, I'm happy. I'm satisfied. I, I'm confident. I believe in myself. I like myself. I like divine. I like a lot of her. I like so much of her. Like if I met her on the street, I'd be like, I want to be your friend. Like I can say that and genuinely mean that. And the first thing, wait a second, should I stop and remove? No, I think it'll be fine. Will it though? I just realized that I didn't format my card. I think I'll be fine. I should be fine. I'm going to be okay watch the whole episode gets deleted and it should be okay um I'll fix that when it does that thing that we I when I have to stop but I'm not gonna do that now because I don't feel like getting up okay anyways so um honestly like I'm I'm really proud of myself I'm not gonna lie I'm really proud of myself the last couple weeks I don't know if you've noticed but I haven't been going out as much and that's because I was spending way too much motherfucking money I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to keep it 100% with you. You literally cannot leave the house without spending a couple hundred dollars. I don't like that. I don't like that. Especially when I'm looking at my budget and my budget for the rest of the year is $0. And you want me to go out? And I know that the air costs like at least 50 bucks to breathe. 
I'm not doing that. And we're just going to have to put a pause on that. So I put a pause on it a couple of weeks ago. And honestly, it's been great. Um, still spending a lot of money, but the money is going towards a good thing. The money is being invested back into myself and instead of local businesses. Okay. So, um, I just found that I'm focusing a lot more on myself, getting a lot of stuff done and it's, it's made me happy. Like I'm getting so much done and, and honestly, I have to credit my work ethic, yes, but I also have to credit my manager who honestly put a little fire into my ass and that's been really nice. It's been really nice to have somebody to like, I don't know, to think for you. It's really nice. So um, I can say that like that has helped me a lot and it's made me feel a lot more sane and it's made me feel a lot more grounded and I would like never say this to his face because like he loves being right. So um yeah, uh, you're not going to get like a ultimate like, yeah, you're so perfect. Thank y'all. But like, you're so perfect. Thank you. Um, but that's been really nice. And I feel super grateful for that. And the other day I was sitting down, I was sitting down and I was thinking about, oh, it's actually here. It's actually here. My, my 2020 vision board is here. Um, I wasn't actually thinking about that, but something happened. I got an email got an email and I was so happy and it was one of the things on my vision board that finally came true and this is this was on my 2020 vision board 2020 vision board and mind you for 2021 I didn't make a vision board because I was so sad I was so sad with the way things were going and like things were just not working to my uh working to my taste. But that is because I like instant gratification. And I think the thing is, instant gratification is like instant gratification. But there's also like instant. It's just a very long, drawn out instant gratification. Just because you waited a week doesn't mean that that is not you wanting instant gratification. You wanted it to happen after a week. That's still instant gratification, girl. So I had gone six months doing this podcast. And, you know, that's a long time. People's lives change in six months. Six months, you have half-baked a baby. Actually, you've two-thirds of the way baked the baby. It has a head and a torso. I think the legs are still coming in. Okay, but like you, that's that's a lot of time. Okay, life changing time, but you really can't compare your journey to anybody else's. And oh my God, if this journey that has just begun, that is only a year old, has taught me anything, it's I'm gonna need a lot more patience, and that's very scary to think about because I have so much patience okay but it's after a year and I shit you not like it's literally a a full year that a lot of these things are kind of coming around into the circle I I've always kind of known what I wanted didn't know how to get there took a lot of different avenues felt a lot of failure felt like a big fat loser sometimes but I always I could see the vision. I could see the vision. I knew what I wanted. I knew, like, I don't know how I'm going to get you, but I'm going to get you. And I tried different roads and paths and and avoided with 
oh my God, with enthusiasm, avoided being in front of the camera. And, you know, then I was like, all right, let me get in front of this damn camera. Got in front of the damn camera and things started working in my favor, right? Now, I'm six months into being in front of the camera, talking to you guys, um, having this podcast, you know, trying things. And, and I'm, and it's not, I'm literally thinking in my head, like, when am I going to be on the Chamberlain? Like, I want to be Emma. I want to be going to, like, Louis Vuitton to Paris. Like, when is that going to happen for me? I've been doing this for six months. Mind you, I'm comparing myself to somebody who's been doing what they're doing for years, five years at this point. So, you know, I had some stuff on my 2020 vision board and, and I really wanted it. That was a burp. And I really wanted it. And, and I worked directly to make it happen. Um, and it didn't because life is funny that way and has a tendency of not necessarily working out the way you want it to. I'm thinking like six months in, I'm supposed to be getting sponsorships, brand deals. I'm supposed to be having a team. I'm supposed to, you know, like I'm supposed to have a manager. I'm supposed to have a lot of things, supposed to have a lot of things, expecting a lot of things that maybe I hadn't earned. I believe that I earned them, but I feel they are more earned after, you know, a year of doing this, you know? So now I'm a year in and I'm like reflecting on this journey and I'm like, wow, I have a manager. I have, um, you know, like a team kind of, it's not necessarily a team, but my new distributor is so small that they have the ability to focus person on person, um, and that's super helpful. Uh, I, I'm just starting out, so that might change in a few weeks. But, um, you know, it's a new opportunity to work in a different way to see how that works out for me. A year has gone by and I finally like get one of the big things on my vision board that I've wanted for a while. Um, I'm really excited about that and I'm really proud of myself. And like, and the thing is like, none of that would have happened if I had quit, if I had given up, like after six months, if I got so frustrated that I literally made it impossible for me to be myself on camera, to like, just be a fun, relatable person on camera. There was a point where like, I was thinking so much like about the money. Cause I'm like, damn, I have this thing in front of me and I really want to fucking monetize it. I was thinking a lot of, about the money and that kind of made me resentful because I kind of felt like what are you good for if to not give me a check, girl? And I was getting like resentful and like a little ungrateful, not even a little, very ungrateful. And then one of my friends, my now manager, he literally said to me, he was like, you need to stop thinking about that. He was like, the minute you start thinking about that shit, that's when all your shit is going to go down. And you're just never going to make anything of it because you're not, you're not enjoying the creative part of it. You're not enjoying what it is at its root, which is something that is so helpful to you and to a bunch of other people. And then, you know, I saw that quote by Quincy Jones that was like, when you start thinking about money, God walks out of the room. And I was like, okay, fine. So I stopped thinking about that and I never thought about it. And, or I, I didn't think about money like at all, really. And it became a lot less frustrating and it became a lot easier to sit down every week and 
enjoy the conversation that I'm having with my little camera and with you guys and and knowing that like it's coming from a better place and it's not coming from like a greedy place of wanting to be monetized and all of these things and I'm super grateful for it and I'm really happy about it and it was just like at the end of last week I really looked at my week actually last weekend before like any of like the bigger news regarding my work like came to me I I was driving home from a dinner and I was like, I had a good week. I had a really great week. Um, we went to dinner. I tweeted about this, but we went to dinner and we got like a free, it was like a topless restaurant, but one of those expensive ones. And okay, why are you as a restaurant giving me a piece of meat that is literally like this big? Like, it's not even, like, the serving suggestion. Because, you know, the serving suggestion is, like, the size of your palm. No, the piece of meat was so fucking tiny. And that shit was the most expensive thing on the menu. And I was like, girl, are you fucking kidding me? I was expecting you to literally bring me, like, a rack of ribs. The thing was the size of, like, maybe four quarters stacked together. Anyways, they accidentally brought us two of those and let us keep it for free brought us a free dessert and then I think we even got like free drinks I tried a Negroni it was disgusting hated it will not be trying it again it literally tastes like when you accidentally spray perfume in your mouth not great so you know like it's just been a good week like it's been a good week I'm going to New York next week my birthday is next week my birthday is next week you guys so if y'all want to donate to the POV my therapist fun hashtag divine um, my cash app is in the bio. Mm-hmm. My cash app is in the bio, but also actually don't cash at me. Um, buy my merch. Okay. <laughs> buy my merch because in the midst of having a really great week, I almost shit myself this morning because I got like three invoices at the same time. And you know, I cried a little bit and I literally had to call my mom and be like, have I made a mistake? I'm scared. I'm real scared. So, you know, buy my merch. When it comes out soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Buy the merch, please. Um, so I'm going to New York next week for my birthday. I'm going to see my friends. And I am also shooting the pictures for the merch while I'm there. So I'm super excited. Um, I just feel really lucky. I feel really lucky. Like, okay. I feel really lucky because... I've gotten to a point where things come and things go and I am able to remind myself that nothing is forever, nothing bad is forever and nothing good is forever. So the good things I'm able to enjoy them more and the bad things I'm able to be like, Ariva dirty bitch. And I'm able to move on with my life. And like this week was really one of the weeks where like I looked at this week and I was like, wow, this was a good week. This was a great week. And, you know, I went to dinner with my friend and like she was asking me for advice and like and it was also so nice to because that conversation with her really showed me that like people notice my work. They notice that I take the time to create this set to get on camera and edit and you know to do my hair and to just I take the time and I put my heart and my soul into this thing 
And that means so much to me because like I've had so many failures before where I put a lot of time and effort into it, but something went wrong because at some point I got lazy and I didn't, I didn't pay myself the attention that I deserved. And I let myself down. I've let myself down so many different times. And I've always felt like it's been noticeable and like, you know, I jump from thing to thing because I had to give up and I had to move on. And I'm glad that like people see this and like they see that this is a great, good thing. And I'm, I just am really happy about it. Um, This week alone, I want to say like three things that were on my vision board, like have kind of spun themselves into fruition and it's kind of making me want to make another vision board so I just might make another vision board just for funsies because we're nearing the end of the year and I think the end of this the year this time is the best time to start thinking about like your new year's resolution because I feel like when you start thinking around like November you really you're less thinking of like a panic you're less thinking in a panic and you're thinking oh no new year's is coming I need to fix these things No, you start thinking about November, I feel like your mind is more likely and more keen to make a plan on how to, how to, you start mentally preparing yourself for the things that you want to do in the new year. Yeah, let's focus. For the things that you want to do in the new year. And I know that that was one of the things that really helped me when I started therapy because I started planning for therapy. I started planning for that new year. I started planning for 2021 I think September of 2020. So in September through October, I was applying for like therapy grants. I was looking for therapists. I was doing that shit because I knew that I wanted my first session with a therapist to be either after Christmas or the day after New Year's, bitch. I was like, no, like this is for real, like a New Year's resolution and we're planning for it. Um, and my first therapy session ended up being four days before Christmas. It ended up being December 21st, 2020. And, and I, and I think that had such a big impact And like, and as I went, you know, to 2020 and then 2021, I made my vision board where nothing came true. Um, yeah, nothing came true. And, you know, I was sad about that. I was really sad. I thought I was going to be in love and stuff. No. I thought a lot of stuff was going to happen that didn't happen and I was a little sad. But now, I'm a little thankful for it. Because who knows? Maybe I would not have known what to do with the millions of dollars that I was trying to manifest um, in 2021. So, <laughs> so, um... You know, I want you guys to start thinking about what you want to do for the new year because it's just a good time to like refresh and kind of renew hope in yourself and to allow to to give yourself permission to dream. And you got to start now. You got to start now. You got to start thinking about the things that you want now so you can start planning so that you have like an action that you can actually take in the new year. And it's not you thinking about it. It's more of like you, okay, I bought the shoes. I ordered them. New Year's came and the shoes arrived and you get to step into them in New Year. So I did not realize that throughout 2020, throughout 2021, all of these things that I was working on in myself, all of the boundaries I was trying to build, that what I was doing was really trying to heal my feminine. 
I was really trying to heal my feminine energy. And I think I had the misconception for a hot minute that your feminine energy was like looking like, you know, looking super feminine, like being like, wow, I wear pink and I love pink and I wear makeup and my hair is like super pretty. But oh my God, does it, you you don't realize until you are in your feminine, until you are in your divine feminine, you don't realize how much pain you were in, how much effort and work and like just you were tired before. And sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could go back in time and just tell myself all of the things that I know now that I can, that I do now just to heal that version of me. I could have been so happy. I could have gotten so much more done, but a part of being in your divine feminine energy is forgiving myself for not knowing the things that I know now. It's having grace with who I was, who I am and who I'm going to be. So today we're going to talk about that because I feel like at the end of the day, that is really what we're trying to reach. We're trying to reach a part of ourselves where uh, we're trying to reach a point where we feel okay, where we walk into a room and we don't get a cold shiver going down our backs because we're feeling anxious. We want to feel at home in our skin and in our bodies and that is how I feel now. And I want nothing more than for everybody to fucking feel that way. Because, oh my God, is it tiring to be anxious, to be scared, to be, you know, to not feel at home in your own skin. Like you feel like you got to take that shit off and hang it out to dry. So I wrote down some, well, I didn't write down, girl. I went on Pinterest and I pulled up some, you know, quotes, not quotes, sorry. And I pulled up like some bullet points. Okay. So, and it's funny because I see myself in so many of these bullet points, okay? And, um, yeah. So, what does it look like when you are in your wounded feminine? Um, a place where I truly lived in for a long time. So, your wounded feminine is looking for external validation. Yeah. We have heard that one, haven't we? Being insecure, being manipulative, being stuck in victimhood, excessively attached, um, desperate for love, sacrificing self, oversharing emotions, and has no boundaries. Listen, I know we could look at me with my little podcast and be like, this bitch is oversharing. I'm really not oversharing. Y'all don't know shit about my life, okay? And I can't say that before, if I had done this podcast then, that would have been the case. No, I'm not oversharing. I share the parts of myself that I want to share. But you think about how oversharing and like so many of these things, like they they go like this. They are besties, okay? And oversharing, desperation, looking for external validation. You talk too much. You talk too damn much because you, you are hoping that you, you, okay, here's how it goes, okay? You open your mouth. You start talking. You talk, you talk to a cute boy or somebody, okay? You want him to like you. You want him because if he likes you, because you think he's cute, if he likes you, that means you have some kind of importance, it means that you matter. It means that he has an opinion of you that is good. So therefore, everybody else's opinion of you is going to match that. You're looking like to boost yourself up in that moment. You're looking for like a fucking hit of confidence, wanting that person to think you're cute. There's nothing wrong with wanting mutual attraction. But when it becomes desperation, when it becomes your insecurities are 
out there when you're like seeking validation you start like you start talking you start talking too damn much because you are trying to appealing you're trying to appeal to a part of them that so that they can give you that validation so they can be like oh yeah I relate to her yeah yeah no yeah like this is a good conversation I relate to you so you start oversharing you start telling them what you had for breakfast or like some deep intimate detail you start trauma dumping because you want sympathy you want them to feel for you and then what are we stepping into there oh my god victimhood like all of these things really like are tied together and then like there's another section of it there's another side of it where it's like when those things don't work and we're embarrassed instead of like being able to hold ourselves accountable for the things that we're doing wrong we become cold angry bitter we start like spewing that out at people now okay i know i'm on this podcast and i'm bitter as fuck okay but and this is the difference because i've seen the difference right now i'm really in my misandrist era okay um the people with the peepees is not doing it for me Every time I think about them, I get mad. So yes, I'm bitter. But when I see somebody with a wee-wee, I don't have an attitude. I don't, I'm not mean. I'm not cold. I'm not bitter. I'm not none of it. Actually, the problem is, well, I mean, it's not a problem, which is a good thing. Actually, what ends up happening is when I see a cute man, girl, misandry who? I'm literally like, hey, Wait, did I say when I say a cute girl? <gasps> not the lesbian trying to sneak out of me. Uh, I'm getting, I'm not gay. Um, no. When I see a cute guy and it's somebody that I'd like to know, you know, it's somebody I like to do a little, a little, a little flirtation nation with. I don't, my brain doesn't get mad. I don't get bitter. The words that come out of my mouth don't, are not, they're not they're not like viper strikes, you know, you know, they're not mean. And I used to have this thing where I would see a guy I like, and immediately I mean to him, mean as fuck. I hate him. I hate him. And the reason why is because in my head, they already didn't like me. So why the fuck do I have to give you any kind of chance to talk to me? You're just like every other M-E-N that has ever existed. So why should I give you any type of chance? The thing that I have learned and have kind of made myself believe is that not all MENs are the same allegedly some of them are kind and some of them are loving and some of them are sweet and some of them were raised by humans and not animals okay so knowing that even though my most recent, which I'm finna tell y'all about, bitch, my most recent experience with a man was horrid. I don't take that aggression out with everybody that is a wee wee holder that I see. That's the thing I think being in your healthy feminine does. You have an understanding, but you don't let that control you. You don't let that take over your emotion. You don't let that define who you are, how you treat other people, and most importantly, how you treat yourself. When I was in my wounded feminine, I would, like, every man is not it, okay? Like, 
I would, I really had that energy. And like people would point it out to me, which was like really embarrassing. I won't lie to you. I would have men pointed out to me. They'd be like, you are so bitter and you are so angry. And I knew they were right. But I'd be like, who the hell are you to say that? You can't just tell me I'm bitter just because I'm bitter. You can't do that. So I had to do a lot of work um, to get over that. And that was something that I had to tell myself like very pointedly. But it wasn't as, it wasn't something that I had to pay a lot of attention to once I started working on divine. Once I started working on divine, I realized that there were things in my life, there were feelings that I had that being in, hey, being in this room makes me feel really bad about myself. What about being in this room makes me feel really bad about myself? Is it the room or do I actually feel really bad every time I'm in a, any room? And it's just the fact that this room has mirrors and I notice that I feel bad when I'm in this room. And I realize that, oh, I feel bad in every room. So the problem is not the room. The problem was divine. And then I had to go in and like talk to myself and like when I did something like, you know, when you've done something that's. That just doesn't sit well with you, that you feel it in your gut, you feel it in your heart, like it, it kind of squeezes your heart and you're like, fuck, why'd I do that? Like, that's not something I'm proud of. Like you question why you do it. And instead of like allowing myself to say, I fucked up, I'm a loser, I suck. I hate myself. Fuck. Like, I never get shit right. Like, I suck. Like, bro, like, you suck. Like, I had, well, I would do that shit. I'd be in the mirror like, define you suck. You suck. This is why, this is why nobody like you, bitch. This is why, this is why you ain't got no friends. This is why, this is why you ain't got no niggas. It's because you fuck, you fuck, you're a fuck up. Like, you're such an asshole. Like, I literally would say all of these horrible negative self-talks, like, at myself quite literally in the mirror. And Oh my God, was it like pulling teeth when I was like, all right, no more self down talk. If I do something wrong, if I fuck up and I'm like, fuck, why'd I do that? I'd be like, be gentle with yourself. We can get to the bottom, but we're not going to cuss ourselves out. We're literally going to say, hey, yeah, that was kind of weird that you did that. Why do you think you did that? Well, I think I did that because I was kind of anxious. Well, why are you anxious? Um, yeah, well, I think that guy is really a lot cooler than me. And I'm feeling very insecure in his presence because I'm afraid he's not going to like me. Why does it matter if he likes you or not? Well, I mean, I'd like for him to like me. Okay, well, you know, if he doesn't like you, like you're still divine, right? Nothing's changed between who you are now, who you will be and who you were. If he likes you or if he doesn't like you, you know that, right? Okay, yeah, but I would like him to like me. Like, you know, like he's super cute. And like, and if he likes me, like, I'm gonna be the baddest bitch in the room because like this man like me, you know? And it's like, why don't you like yourself more? Do you like yourself more than he would be able to like you? And then, you know, you start get, going down like a fucking rabbit hole of like questioning yourself. And then when you get to the bottom of it, you realize that your argument has no footing. 
That your feelings about yourself have no fucking footing. That it's just you being unreasonably unkind to yourself. Like, at the end of the day, a lot of the shit that we're saying to ourselves is really for no reason. You're not that dumb. You're not that stupid. You're not that ugly. You're not, you're not a lot of things that you think you are. You are so many more good things than you think you are bad. And when you start, when you start saying bad shit to yourself, if you really take a minute and start dissecting the bad shit you're saying about yourself, you realize like that argument has no weight. Like it has no weight. Like all of the time, like the thing that I would like always tell myself is like, nobody will ever love you. Nobody will ever love you. Like men, that's why men don't like you. That's why you don't have a boyfriend. You're 27. You're about to be 27 and you don't have a boyfriend or a bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, are you okay? Mm, Let me answer that. No, you're not. Because you're 27 and nobody likes you, bitch. (sighs) I literally have to be like, okay, you're 27. You're single. Eh, As a paringa. How many people do you know right now going through divorce? Oh, yeah. That's a lot. Okay, yeah, that guy that asked you out like two days ago, did you even like him? No. Oh, okay, well, if you're really concerned about being single, why don't you go out with him? Oh, you're not going to go out with him? Why? I thought you were super concerned about being single. Oh, because he smells like Pop-Tarts? Well, you're 27 and you're single. And like, apparently it's the end of the world. So why don't you go out with him? Shut up. Why would I do that? You know? So, like, these are the things that I, co- like, I swear to God, I'm constantly having this conversation with myself. Literally all of the time, I'm talking to myself. Like, like really beating out 26 years worth of negative self-talk, of um, harming my inner being and my outer and my physical being. It is 26 years of reversing the worst kinds of behaviors that I have put on myself. It is me being, like, just being so unkind to me. And, and these are insecure. And, like, this is the thing. Like, when people talk about your inner child and they talk about healing the little version of you, that little version of you really still is there. Because somebody brings up something to, that that happened to you when you were three, that harmed you, that hurt you when you were three, you are three again. That three-year-old version of you is brought up front and center. And it's like, if that person doesn't feel safe, if they don't, if the most weakest, helpless version of you doesn't feel safe in your own, in your own space, in your own presence, you're never going to feel safe. You're never going to feel safe outside. Like in in the midst of other people, you're going to feel insecure. You're going to feel scared. You're going to feel lonely. You're not going to feel safe. And it's like you have to turn your body, like you have to turn your aura. You have to turn your you, your, your space, your being, your skin, your cells. Like you have to turn that into your safe space. And a lot of that is just, oh my God, at the end of the day, it just comes down to forgiving yourself. It just comes down to forgiving yourself for the simple, small mistakes and just reminding yourself that they are simple and small mistakes. 
all of the time. Like the things that you say bad, like I keep saying bad things, but the things that you negative self talk about, what are they? It's girl, you didn't just like kill somebody. You didn't do that. Okay. You didn't like it's You made a mistake. You screwed up. You, you like things that do not matter that do not freaking matter. Like we're going to move on from this, but things that do not matter. And I will tell you so little matters. There's not a lot in this world that really matters. If we're going to get into it, nothing matters. Okay. So being in your healthy feminine, what does that look like? Being in your healthy feminine, you got strong boundaries and having strong boundaries is, it's just knowing who you are. It's knowing what goes against your morals. It's not trying to press and implement your own beliefs into others. Saying, you can't do that to me. Having strong boundaries is saying, I will not allow you to do that to me. Because people going to do what they going to do. If people going to do one thing, honey, is try you. All right? But you have to know that you, oh, baby, you think I'm going to sit here while you try me? You can try that, but it ain't going to work. Because when you come back around to yell at me, I ain't going to be here. So who the fuck you finna yell at? Because I know damn sure it ain't me. All right. I got into an argument with somebody. Listen, my country ass ain't finna stay for a while. Y'all, I got into an argument with somebody. They was yelling, slamming doors, all types of crazy hooligan shit. Okay, if I'm not letting my own mama yell at me, you think I'm going to let you yell at me? I just met you. That lady carried me for nine months, almost 10. I was a late starter. Okay, almost 10. And, you know, she fed me and took care of me my whole life. And I'm going to let her yell at me. You think I'm going to let you, a stranger, an acquaintance yell at me honey you must not know i'm not the one so you finna walk out on me and think that when you walk back in i'm gonna be there for you to yell at darling that's crazy i'm gone i'm gone i'm in my motor vehicle and i am gone okay So that's what having boundaries means. It's knowing what you're not going to stand for and, and, and protecting yourself and protecting your fucking peace. All right. Thank you. So next part of that, got to unlock my phone, being loving and supportive. Okay. And I mean the real kind of support. I don't mean no type of gatekeeping. You only support when you want to. I mean, it's really supporting people and supporting your friends and your family and the people that you love. Listen, never in my life, I'm really a dump him kind of girl. I'm really a dump him kind of girl at my core. But as I've grown older, I realized that dump him is not the best way to go about things because and I know this is controversial I know it's controversial but if you have a friend and they're on and off and on and off would they (laughs) if you have a friend and they're on and off and on and off with their man after about the third time set some boundaries about hey girl you really making me hurt hate this 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 
Okay? You're really making me not like them because you come to me every time y'all fight. I get it. Fighting is a natural part of life. But unless they are gaslighting you, putting their hands on you, emotionally abusing you, emotionally manipulating you, any of that stuff, don't come to me, please. Do not. Because it is making me feel hateful towards this person. Okay? And I know you guys are going to go on and off and on and off. And I will support you every step of the way. Just don't tell me when it happens. Okay? I had had to be that person because I realized that dump him is a shitty piece of advice and it will make somebody not come to you with their relationship issues, which I think for me, to me is kind of a dangerous thing because you want to create a safe space and yes, protect your peace. It is such a headache to hear, but your friends need to know that in your family needs to know that when it comes down to it, if they need you, they need you being like, listen, I don't, I don't, don't tell me about that man. No more. Like saying that is very aggressive and like wrong. And I'm using this example because I think it's a great example. It's very aggressive and wrong. So you have to be like, Hey girl, I know he gets on your nerves. I know you love him. You guys break up and get back together all the time. Unless some real crazy stuff is going on and like you can vent, go ahead, feel free to vent girl, but just don't get me involved when y'all break up and, and fall out and get back together and all of that. I'm always here to support you and what you need. Okay. But just, you you don't gotta tell me every time girl, like just give me the season recap. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that they kind of stop telling you so much, but also if it really comes down to a real emergency, they know that they can still go to you. That's the one thing I realized because, oh my God, there is always boy drama. And like, and that has been something that I really had to learn how to navigate. Cause I was like, my single bitter ass is over here and y'all want to tell me every time y'all fuck. And then every time y'all break up, please don't come to me unless some crazy shit really happening and you really need my help. Oh my God, because as of right now, I'm about to start a prayer circle around you, child. Leave me alone. So yeah, so that like being loving and supporting and like actually meaning it, okay? And like when you say you support girls, you support all the girls and not just girls that you think are pretty or that can get you somewhere. A lot of y'all, a lot of y'all really are confused about what it means to be loving and supportive. A lot of y'all think being supportive is just showing up for people who you want a favor from them in the long run no show up for me because you believe in me because you like me because you don't expect anything in return you really don't like really mean that shit and stand on that shit don't just oh yeah yeah like oh my god see how this works like when I'm here for them and like as they get to know me like they're gonna pull me into like their business venture but 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 that's not a friendship. That's a business relationship. Stop. Um, receptive and confidence in her body. Do not walk into a room with your head down and your phone out. Looking at your phone. That's what you're not going to do. No. When you walk into a room, head high. Mm, that is a confident lady. You are, uh, titties to the sky, girl. Head high. 
Okay, you walk, yeah, you don't see my hand right now, but she extra like, oof, 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 like hand is giving, uh, okay? You walk into the room, shoulders back, maybe even give me a little hair flip, okay? Do a little, a zhuzh, you know what I'm saying? You walk into the room, okay, you take in your surroundings. And you know why this is important? Because you never know who you're going to lock eyes with, Okay? Walking into the room with your head held high, your eyes open, taking in your surroundings. Okay? You never know who you're going to lock eyes with. But also, let me tell you something. You just became the most confident, sexiest bitch in the space. Because I should you not, everybody's going to stop and look at you. And then you just saunter off to where you're supposed to be. Okay? I'm not going to tell you that shit twice. All right. Intuitive and creative. Trusting yourself. Trusting yourself. Y'all, listen. When I don't want to leave my house, I don't leave my house. I've been told y'all that. But I watched a TikTok the other day where this girl, she was like, I don't know. Y'all probably saw that TikTok where those girls was like, um, didn't go to the party. The friend is up dancing. Went to the party and her one friend is in a wheelchair and the other one got shot in the arm. Y'all, it's my aunt. I don't want to pick up. She's really annoying. Anyways. Um, sent that ass to voicemail. So these, this girl was talking about how... Um, she actually didn't want to go to this party. She didn't feel like going to the party. Like, she didn't feel like going to it. Her friend didn't feel like going to it. They both were like, the vibes were a little eh that day. And they didn't really feel like going to the party. They went to the party, girl. She got shot in the back. Listen to your intuition. Your intuition knows better. I always say this, and I don't remember who said it, but they say that your intuition and your gut feeling is the you in your future trying to warn you. Okay, it is your future. You try to warn you of something that's happened. Okay, it is regret from the future manifesting as fear in the present. That was so good. Um, okay, and then being in your healthy feminine, what we just talked about early on, see, enjoying the process of creation. That can mean so many things. But at its core, it means enjoying the things that you are doing now. Enjoying everything. Taking the stress out of life. Not thinking about what's to come. It's not thinking about, oh, can doing this thing make me money? This thing will fix my life. No, it's doing this thing right now because I want to do this thing right now. And because I think I'll enjoy doing this thing right now. And no other reason. It's about to go out. Um, the last part of this is... Okay. Being in your healthy feminine, which is so on point... Being able to relate to others by listening, sharing, and creating a community. Okay? You being here tells me what I need to know. 
that I am living in my healthy feminine, that I did so much work to get here. And I'm so proud of myself for being here. I have had such a blessed, lucky week, month, year. Even the times when it didn't quite feel like it. Um, but it is. And I, I'm really feeling like a child of God. Like a really ch- a child of God at this moment. And honestly, if you've been here for the last year, thank you so much. I love you so much. Like it's been a year and, and I feel so lucky that like this is turning into different avenues where I've got merch coming out and I'm so excited. And it's actually merch that I'm proud of, bitch. I've been wearing that shit. Okay. I've been wearing that shit in my house. I've been wearing it when I go out. Like I'm like, yeah, this shit cute. I know you like it. Where can you get it? Oh, it's not out yet. Sorry. (laughs) So And, you know, living in my healthy feminine has allowed me to feel more comfortable with being single, with being alone, with, you know, when my friendships don't work out, when things don't go my way, I am okay because I know that it is not the end of the freaking world. Like, and that is so important to remember, like everything will work out in the end. And if it doesn't, then it ain't the end, girl. So, like, we got this, bitch. Like, we really got this shit. Like, this life shit, too easy. Too easy. Okay? Fast forward to next week. I am on camera crying. Um, There might not be an episode next week. I'm going to let you know that right now. There might not be an episode next week because I waited until the very, 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 very last second to get myself ready to go to New York and it's not just like a oh yay trip I have to pack like I was supposed to like buy specific stuff and I'm so disorganized that like now I'm buying the stuff but I'm having to ship it to my friend's house where I'm staying and it's just it's not my finest moment I'm gonna be really honest with you it's not my finest moment um but yeah I'm okay with that um Because I know that I'm going to have a great time next week. I know that I'm going to have a good time. I know it's going to be fun. Fingers crossed. I'm actually really nervous. Let's talk about this for a second. Okay. I'm actually really nervous about this trip. Hold on. Um, I'm actually really nervous about this trip. And I don't, I know why, but I'm like, do I want to share? I'm actually nervous about this trip because I'm seeing somebody that I haven't seen in a while. And like a, like somebody I used to have like a romantic interest in. And I just, I'm just a little nervous, like, but it's not like nervous, like, you know, I shouldn't go. It's like, I don't want to go because like, I suddenly don't want to see them anymore because like, I'm scared. Um, it's like fear, but it's like that fear that you need to like walk through and like live your life and like get it done anyways. Literally the other day, like I was thinking like, oh my God, I'm literally thinking I'm going to cancel my trip because I did not want to see them. And then I had therapy and my therapist was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, girl, please. Like, I'm just like not in the space to like, (sighs) I'm having a really good time. I'm having a great time. And I'm just like, I don't want to ruin it by seeing this person because, and then I'm like asking myself, I'm like, do you have expectations? Do you have expectations? Be honest, bitch. Do you have expectations? Hmm? And I, the answer is a big fat no, but you know, I'd be lying to myself. And sometimes I'm lying to myself like so much that I don't even know that I'm lying to myself. Like I'm literally like hypnotized by myself. Does that make sense? But I'm like, I don't want to 
be lying to myself you know and I'm just like no I don't have any expectations like I really don't and I'm like but what are you gonna do if this happens or this happens or this happens and I'm like well I ain't got no expectations so if all of that shit happens I will be okay like you know so anyways um but yeah um thank you for listening to my podcast i'm so hungry thank you for listening to my podcast it means a lot to me i love you all so much like you guys really are like my community and my friends like i love you and i wish i could like hug you why am i getting emotional anyways um if you're listening on youtube go ahead and hit that subscribe button hit that like button and hit that notification bell and if you're listening on spotify or apple music or apple podcast go ahead and leave a rating and a review thank you um but yeah not the outro you're used to but an outro nevertheless okay i love you darling i hope you have a wonderful week i hope you get a lot of rest okay i need a lot of rest i hope you have a good time i hope you feel loved i hope you feel celebrated i hope you get a lot of hugs and kisses um and if you don't here's at least one kiss I love you very much. Goodbye.